The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com Let's find your winner on Oaks Day here on Giddy Up's Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals, the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel and of course Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. I don't know about you. You know when you've had a really tough day's work or um, you just finished a long run and you are dying for a drink. You just need something. Um, I reckon that Flemington race course, if she could speak, she would have said, Liam, please let this rain come. And she would have enjoyed that drink last night. And even this morning, Liam, I was to say good morning to you. Morning, Gareth. Did she enjoy the drink? Did she need it? Yeah, 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 yeah she did. Um, we got 8.6 millimetres, which is probably a bit more than what we wanted. It's left us on a soft five. Uh, we irrigated on cup night um, because the, the storms were, weren't certain. So um, one or two mil would have been perfect, but we got 8.6 and left us on a soft five for today's card. Do you think we'll get an upgrade? I don't think so. It's very, very low cloud here at the moment and very still, so no drying at all. So I, I think it'll hold a five for... Um, certainly the majority of the day. Where do you think they'll go down the straight now then? Do you think they'll be getting towards like wider gates will be an advantage? I think they'll start to use, yeah, more of more of the outside half of the straight. Um, normally, as you get into the last two days of the carnival with the wear and tear on the inside, they do tend to gravitate out, out wider. So I, I think we'll see that more, more of that for the next couple of days. And the rail's out five metres today as well. So... Um... No wind conditions. Is there much wind to predict um, to um, to navigate today? Because for me, I think the wind's been the biggest headache for punters trying to work out this pattern there at Flemington. When it gets gets above twenty or thirty k's, it can become a little bit tricky. Yeah, very, very still today. So very different to what we had on Saturday. We had really strong southerlies, um, and then it was completely the opposite. Cup day, we had really strong northerlies. And then today it's um, very still, only only eight to ten kilometres southwest wind, so won't have any impact today, and, and it'll race really well. All right, beautiful. Do you think there'll be any advantage being um, on the fence with the rail out five metres, or do you think even around the circle that they'll be getting off the fence a little bit now as we get into that third day? Yeah, I think they'll probably be edging off the fence certainly in, in the second half of the card. Um, there's still a little bit of marking on the inside there. Um, as you went to the home straight and then and then consistent sort of marking that inside six or seven metres. So with the rain-affected conditions, I think that they'll chip into that and then edge off the rail as the day progresses. So what do you do for Champions Day on Saturday then, mate? What do you think the track will look like by then? So we'll likely push the rail out a further three metres just to get the horse onto some fresh ground around that home turn and um, probably by Saturday there'll be consistent marking across the track so there doesn't tend to be an advantage on one part or the other. Um, it's the end of a long week, but it's been racing really well. It's pulled up well from Cup Day, so I'm sure it'll race well again. You've done a mighty job, mate. Geez, Mother Nature's tested you, however, this week. Yeah, it has. This is, I was thinking that yesterday. This has been the, the most challenging um, week, uh, just, just getting the water on and getting it on even. And then Cup Day was such an early start and, and the feature race. Basically, five hours after you start racing on a 30-degree day with strong norlies, that that's as tough as it'll get. And, um, yeah, full credit to the staff for working hard and getting it, getting the moisture into the track the way that they did and, and having it hold on to a good four and getting a late upgrade to a three was, was our perfect result. And that's why you get paid the big bucks because you're the best in the business and you've handled the situation beautifully, mate. We appreciate your time as always.
Oh, thanks, guys. All right, mate. Good on you. Great to catch up there with uh, Liam O'Keefe. Let's have a chat to our great friend, Johnny Sargent, the man with the best voice in the game. He has the best send-offs when he does his voice messages for his horses, for his loyal owners, and he joins us now. Hello to you, Johnny. How's things, mate? Good morning, guys. Um, our, our great mate, um, Brett Baker, he reckons that your best mates, I don't know if he's just making that up just to drop names, but um, did he make it down to Sydney? He joins us on a Saturday morning. Did he make it to Melbourne? He said he was coming with you. No, he hasn't. Oh, what he says and does, you know, Brett. Yeah. No, he'll be he'll be uh, watching them and uh, at home today, I think. But he's been there every uh, day at Ramwood. Yes, is that good news that you just heard from Liam O'Keefe that we're on a soft five there with your filly Harlow Miss, head of the Kennedy Oaks. Yeah, she's one of the heavy tracks, so I wouldn't worry her. So uh, no, she'll be ideal condition for her. And how is your filly heading into this race after her effort, of course, in that wakeful? Yeah. Seems, seems fine, you know. She's going to have to make up a couple of lengths on that run, but uh, she's bred to. The second dam's the dam of Grand Archway that won the Oaks and AJC Oaks, uh, BRC Oaks. So um, she's got the breeding on her side. She's eaten well. She's been to the beach and had an easy few days. So it's up to a nice ride now by Mickey D. Do you think you can turn the tables on those horses that finished in front of you there on, on Saturday? Well, if they run along, they'll run along with gays and it. Don't worry about that. So I think that extra 500 metres from the 2,000, it can be anyone's race. You know what it's like. And yep. uh, she does go to sleep on speed. So uh, she'll just be hiding away there, hopefully. And um, let's hope she can hit the line and be up front at the right time. She sounds like she might be worth a dollar each way, that $17 quote there with Bet365. Well, she's well on herself and she's been aimed for the race and, Got a very good staying rider on board, so things go to plan. I think she's a good chance. What about there at Hawkesbury today? You've got three strong chances. Burgundy Bubbles is an each-way hope there in the second race. And then you've got in the feature a race there, the, the Seven Seas. that's at a good each-way prize. And then Divasino goes around in race number seven, which is horse number seven, who's second up. Um, do you have any leaning towards one of those three gallopers is your best there today? I think the Seven Seas owned by Seymour Bloodstock, Darren Thomas. It's, uh, it's in form. It's out of its class, but I'm trying to get some black type. So I think she'll go very well. She'll give him a shake. She'll get back. Rachel King, as you know, is in form. So I think she'll give them a good run for their money today in the uh, ladies' mile. Yeah, that'll do us. In the ladies' day cup, listed race over um, the 1500, but the seven C's there, race six, number eight. Good luck today, John. We appreciate Thanks. your time. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Great to catch up with John Sargent. Uh, but listener, is a big chance there for the Browns. Damien Oliver's jumped off, of course. Affle fled that was so good in the wakeful to ride this filly for Emma and David Brown. And Emma joins us here on Giddy Up. Good morning, Emma. How are you? Good morning. Very well, thank you. How's your filly? Uh, super. Very, very happy with her this morning. She um, bounced out of the box and um, I'm very, very happy. So you follow the, the form lines of a tropical squall from the ethereal into the oaks. Um, you're looking forward to seeing her get out to the 2,500 metres and how do you think she'll handle that extra trip? Um, I think she will handle it. Um, she's given us every indication that um, she's looking to get up over a bit of a trip. So uh, we'll see. But of course, 2,500 this time of year for the fillies, um, it's probably the toughest at the end. Yeah, are you happy with the soft five? Yeah, I don't think that's going to worry her too much. Um, I, she has gone on a, 
a soft track when she won at Cranbourne. That was a bit rain affected. So I think that shouldn't be too much of a problem. And was it, uh, did Ollie always commit to this filly or did he jump off the Matty Smith filly to ride yours? What was the situation there, Emma? Is that a lead for the punters? Uh, well, he, he said to us, um, like we spoke to him after the last race and he said he was very happy going forward to the Oaks. And he had said, you know, he, in his opinion, he thought bypass the Wakefield. Um, and that was sort of his opinion. And we agreed with that. And so, yeah, we sort of really didn't really talk about it after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just happy you stuck with, stuck with her. All right. Then we wish you the best of luck, Emma, today. Um, you got a strong chance in our classic. Good luck. Thank you. There's Emma Brown there, and she's at a good each-way price, that filly there for the Browns in Baselina. And you can get around about $8 with Bet365. So um, that's the story there with her. And, um, yeah, we'll see if she can get the chocolates there. Emma Lee Brown joining us there on Giddy Up Stable Mail. Let's catch up with Mitchie Lewis, who can go through his best bets there for us at Flemington today. Mitchie, welcome back to Giddy Up. Morning, Gareth. Um, soft five, does that surprise you a little bit? Does that change your plans from yesterday? Not really. I was sort of looking at the weather through yesterday and there was no real wind forecast, so I thought a soft five, it's probably pretty good for the third day of the meeting, to be honest. it's You would have thought by day four, if it was another good three, it'd be a pretty rough track. So no, I'm, I'm happy with the four that I've got for us there today. And I All think right. there's a fair bit of value through the card, actually. If you go looking for picks throughout, I reckon you could find some value for sure. So just listening to Liam O'Keefe, I think wide barriers, even around the circle, will be an advantage, not a disadvantage. And especially down the straight, I think they'll be getting towards the centre to the outside. Usually in the early part of the carnival, inside gates aren't much of a problem. But now with the rain around, I think that the wider you draw, the better the chances I think down you the straight, are. you'll yep. see the first one go right yep. out wide today. This will be the start of it, I'd say. Mickey Gannon, hello to you too, mate. Morning, G. Um, let's go through our best bets there at the moment at Flemington. We'll start with you, Mitchie Lewis. All right. Well, in race one, I'm just going to quickly touch on this horse. I've mentioned it a couple of times now. Number four, Caravas for Richard and Chantel Jolly. They bring this one across. Um, one and two-year-old race at Murray Bridge. Uh, its last 200 was very, very slick. I, they don't often travel them for... No reason. So I think it's going to be pretty well placed here, and I think it's quite a handy type. So it's a good each-way pr- play. Uh, I think it'll go pretty close based on how it ran that last race times-wise. And it gets Barry six, which is a tick. So 8.50 and 2.50. He's had some good backing there in that race as well. So I like the push there for the South Australian. Jake Toro gets a big opportunity. He rode five well. on Tuesday too. No, five no. out of the ten at Morfordville. But this is a different ball game coming to Flemington. Oh, he could have went and cleaned up at Goula today, I would have said. Welcome he's only, to here, first for, grade, only yeah. here for one. Yeah, he's playing AFL now, mate. We're not in the SA NFL. I'm only stirring <laughs> you, Jake. What, about, what else have you got for us, brother? Race four, number two, Foxy Frieda. So she backs up uh, coming out of the Empire Rose Stakes. I think she'll appreciate the drop-down in grade here. I think it's a lot easier race for her. She just was sort of a victim of the tempo in that race. So forgive that run. She does her best work, the fitter she gets, and she's fourth up into this prep now. So I think she'll go pretty close. She looks a mare that's going to come out and boss a few of these around. I've got a, oh, I'm taking you on here, Mitchie. With the rain coming for Climbing Star, I think it's nearly chips in. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Bakes, he hasn't turned mm. up. Brett Baker joins us I'll, on winners I'll, on Saturday. Obviously not morning. going that well. No. We'll have to text him and see what he has to say. So you're with Foxy Frieda there. What else have you got, mate? Uh, into the Oaks, race eight, number four, served cold. I've been pretty keen on her for a little bit now. I know she's going to see out the trip. She's finished off well over the 2200. I think she's an each-way player as well because... She's one that I trust will get a 2,500. So served cold. 
Yep, race eight, number four. Served cold at $13.325. Love it. And race nine, number four, Greg Alimo. Yes. Uh, he was very slick up in a group three last start. He comes right back out to a BM90 here. I think he maps really well out of barrier six. I think he'll settle just off the speed, and he's going to go pretty close. And I, let me just get the form guard up. I think he won't mind the rain either. You'll love memory. it. Yeah. You'll love yeah. it. So I think he'll continue to fur. He's drifted a little bit, but I think with a bit of rain around, he'll firm in. Mickey Gannon, what about you at Flemington today? Ah, uh, Flemington, G. So I think Sigarflick will get the job done. Yes, I think, I think it's her day. Soft five, G. It's not a. Yep. It's not too bad at all. Uh, so I think Sigarflick in race seven, number nine, and in the last, Greg Alimo was a horse I was very keen on. Still keen on Greg Alimo, but I'm also having um, Holy Man's in there as well. I think that's a great way to finish a day. Just back them both for a profit. Uh, that's it. And then look in the Oaks. I kind of subscribe to um, my man Body's theory that Tropical Squall was strong, just had 59 kilos. So I think we'll see a big run from Tropical Squall today. Mm. You know what? It's actually going to be a good Oaks. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's the, the first time in a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to actually watch it. It's really good. I like really Matty Smith's filly. I'm leaning towards her with Sarah taking over from Ollie. Um, he's just in form at the moment, Sarah. He's a big-time rider. Geez, I love the way that she hit the line. Then I watched mm. her run at yeah, Hawkesbury the other day. She was the quickest one. When she mm. defeated... Um, Snowden's a good three-year-old that competed in the derby. Um, she handles the ground. I know she'll get 2,500 metres. You watch Hippo and TC. They'll school these, they'll school these blokes today. Right, Absolutely school them. Um, Do you want one at Hawkesbury, Jake? Yes, please. Uh, race five, number three, Celestial Fury. Oh, Nathan Doyle. You can't keep tipping your horse all the time. Well, we can if he wins. Well, he doesn't Small really. Is he, when was the last time he won? Because <laughs> the jockeys don't listen to you, number one, so mm. they disobey instructions. Yeah. Nathan Doyle scratches at every opportunity. <laughs> so He'll be winning today, G. Race five, number three, right Celestial then. Field. He will run them into the ground. All right, then. Race five, number three. And in the big one, uh, JoJo was a man. Should get the job done. JoJo Looks a bit classy for this lot. I love it how they call it the miles over 1,500 metres. I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, Mitchie Lewis at Gawler? Yeah, I'm not dis not too dissimilar to Gano. I've actually got my own runner going around at Gawler, but oh, in, I am similar. No, no, I was going to say I am... Different no, in the fact like I'm not tipping her. I'm a little bit worried about how she's going to go. So she's in race three, though, if you did want to have a look. Yeah. Um, my best bets, though, look, in all honesty, it's a little bit tricky at Gawler. I think they're just starting to get a little bit thin this week. Um, Saturday, I'm looking forward to in Adelaide. Uh, the first best bet's going to come in race six. We're going to be with number 10, Christo Bell. So this is a big drop in grade for Christo Bell. Two starts ago, she was third, two lengths behind a horse called Wiggum in town. Wiggum come out and won down the straight on Tuesday. Uh, and then she's also got good form around other horses like Deep Float Diva and Jacko's horse, Kinetic Jewel, which that's okay. proven to be a strong three-year-old form race. So she comes out into a class one here at Gawler. I think she'll get the job done. And then one at a bit more value in race eight, number seven, no entitlement. She drops slightly down in grade a little bit as well. Um, she's just going to get a very good run from barrier three. It's a little bit of a messy race, but I think she'll be able to stick on it at each way price. She should just be able to cruise up into there. Um, a lot of speed on the outside, so I think she'll get a comfortable run, and the way she's been hitting the line, she should be finishing off very strongly. So race six, number 10, and race seven? Uh, race eight, number seven. All right, so race eight, number seven. We'll see you shortly with the weekend preview, Mitchie Lewis. Harness racing today at Yarra Valley. Darren Carroll, good morning to you. We need a winner at the trots there on Oaks Day. Take it away, mate. Well, some amazing horses going around. I mean, you've got the likes of Captain Ravishing going around the pacing cup. Um, and Olavici and um, Visionary and Harry Stamper going in the Trotters' Cup. So they'd be absolutely delighted with the standard of horses they've got. 
Now, we're steering away from those races. Uh, we're going for race five, number nine, Franco Novelist. Um, showed really good talent, this one, in its first preparation for uh, trying to leap Bryant um, since it arrived from New Zealand. Um, went for a spell, and then first up, I thought it was a little bit disappointing, but maybe it needed to run or something was an issue with it because it hasn't started for a month since. Um, but it did trial last week at this track, uh, sorry, at Shepparton, and uh, was really good in its trial and uh, on, the, on the clock was outstanding. Uh, I think it's a really talented horse from the back row. Two off the back row gets a nice run through, so I'm really confident uh, we'll see a nice horse here today. So three units on Franco Novelist. And the other one I'm keen on is race nine, number 11, Carlisle Cruiser. Um, Gareth, you know this one well. Um, simply just had no luck at all its last three starts. Um, should have won last start, plain and simple. Um, but we you know, just needs an ounce of luck again today. Barry 11 over the short trip is probably not ideal, but it does look to be speed on, and that's the key to the race. So speed early, and then we can get into it late. Uh, so I'll have three units on it as well. So both three unit plays, race five, number nine, Franco Novelist, and race nine, number 11, Carlisle Cruiser. All right, mate, go and get them today. We appreciate your time. See you, Gary. There's Darren Carroll, thedogs.com.au, the home of Greyhound Racing. Simon Orchard, how do we back a winner there? And the dogs in New South Wales, as I say, good morning. Yeah, morning, G. If you've got any money left at the end of the day, Dapto is where we're at tonight. Middle distance heats of the uh, middle distance championship, I should say. So there's two heats, race seven and eight on the card. You want to back the eight. Sniffing Kansas, race seven, number eight. Look, been an interesting sort of dog the last couple of months. 700, 500, 700, 500. They've just chosen to go over the middle distance. And I reckon Marty Hallinan has almost got him back to some sort of form that he was in maybe a year or so ago. He's an older dog now, but at least... Sipping Kansas, you get a bit of a better price, just over 220 or 230 when I had a look this morning. So seven, eight, Zipping Kansas. And then race eight, number eight, one hot band at one of the Sprute Dogs in New South Wales at the moment, G. Cumbria Kid in the seven is going to give him an absolutely perfect trail into the race. Cumbria Kid may be just a little bit weak at the end of the 600-metre trip. We know one hot band has been waiting to step up to the 600. Really excited to see what this rising star of the sport can do. So race seven, number eight, race eight, number eight, in the middle distance championship heats. And then race 10, number one, is the best bet of all at Dapto tonight. Rosebury Hustler, 13 wins from 18 starts, draws the cherry, main rival in the two, but I reckon fourth up tonight, she can just charge away uh, as soon as the lids fly there at Dapto. And if you've got, as I said, a few pennies left, race 10, number one, mate, best bet tonight at Dapto. We'll save our pennies for that, side. Don't worry about that. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. There's Simon Orchard, thedogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. And that is Bag of Tips, thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals, supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries, ozequipment.com and the mighty Ultima Hotel. Looking forward to catching up with Shane and his beautiful wife, Fee, there at the races at Flemington today. He reckons he's going to tip the house.